Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, Blue Bell is overrated. That's just, that's my hot take. It's, there it is. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's, all, it's not life changing. But I went to the Blue Bell factory, Albert. It was magical. Yeah. It's just okay. It's just <laughs> I don't, okay. I don't remember it. It's hard. The ice cream's hard. Oh. It's hard. It's like a hard ice cream. It's not soft. When you think of ice cream on TV, when you get ice cream on TV, you get a soft. People get a soft serve because soft ice cream is better, right? You know, you don't get this hard ass <laughs> bluebell ice cream. Like, bluebell is hard as hell. I've never you know? noticed. I've never thought about that. Yeah. This ice cream is some hard. people. You know, people microwave their ice cream is because of bluebell. I blame them. Bro. You know, what ice cream is pretty good. Briars is good, but the problem with briars is that they do too much. <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah, take a bite of exactly there's mean. like too many. Like, yes. <laughs> it's, too, it's too, like, okay, guys, relax. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's too many flavors up, you know? here. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, all, I, all I wanted was vanilla bean. I just needed vanilla bean. And now I have like five <laughs> different flavors. This is not vanilla bean that I asked for. And then, like, actually, speaking of, speaking of doing too much, uh, Ben and Jerry's, they do way too much. Like, there's like 30 different flavors. The themes in one are so pine of ice interesting, cream. though. American they Dream are. Cone, I can't get enough they of it. Are. What's that, Steve? Uh, uh, that's a good one. That one? Uh, that's a good one. But it's also, oh, that's the Jimmy Fallon one? Is that Jimmy Fallon? I thought it was um, the other or guy. Or is that um, Colbert? Colbert. I think that's Stephen Colbert. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think you're right. Like that. Was, but see, ben and, the difference between Ben and Jerry's and Briars is Briars acts like they're simple, but then they have like all this, like they're the Dr. Pepper of ice cream, right? Like they have all these flavors. But then like Ben and Jerry's is like, no, we're going to do a lot and you're going to like it anyway. <laughs> you're going to like it. Yeah, like we're going to put like, because it's not flavors, it's like just stuff. We're going to put a bunch of stuff in ice cream and you're going to love it. So what's your what's your ice cream? Like what's your, if you had to think of a flavor, not like a brand, like what is your ice cream you're going like, to? Like a standard flavor? Yeah, like you're, one like, of those, like, you're like, I can pick this no matter what brand it is and I'll probably like it. Well, I would say cookies and cream, but now Cookie Two Step's gotten popular. Um, or I guess Cookie Monster or whatever it is. The one where you have uh, both uh, cookies and cookie dough. Oh, and sick. vanilla ice cream. Yeah. yeah. That's the fire. I think it's a take on that. Absolutely fire. Cookies and cream. Yeah. S'mores ice creams will hit or miss. Like, Turkey Hill S'mores is delicious, but, like, there's other s'mores ice cream that they don't, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know? And if you can put... The problem with cookies and cream, and cookie two-step for this matter, is you got to have cookies in the ice cream. That's where Bluebell does it right. Mm. You got to have... You can't have... I don't want to... Like, Briars, they do, like, this cookie bit stuff. Like, F that. I need cookies. Give me a damn cookie, an Oreo cookie in my ice cream, and let me be happy. Give me the cookie. I get it. He wants the cookie. You know. I want the cookie. Cheryl Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Jonathan Garibay. The boot is away. And it's Welcome on, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, Albie Shore, and we're getting ready for Tarleton State. That is right. The uh, Tarleton State Cowboys. Oh, wait, what are, what are their names? Are they the Cowboys? I think they're the Bobcats. 
Are they really? No, no I don't not. know. I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> okay, I don't even know why. I don't even know why I brought this conversation up. Anyways, we're playing Tarleton State. They're purple. Texans. Their, their logo has the uh, Texans. That's right. There's a Texas on it. Tarleton State Texans. That's a good name. Um, unless you're a professional football team. Uh, so you heard his voice already. We're talking to the people's champ himself, Jeremy Gillen, about the Tarleton State Texans. What's going on, Jeremy? <laughs> hey, Alfie. I'm stuck. That's one of the. That's probably one of the worst intros I've ever had in the history of this podcast. We have pre-pod was five minute discussion on ice cream with sprinkles of oil, petroleum oil, teas, <laughs> teas, and um, marital uh, benefits. And so, yeah, man, super glad to talk about football. To get into the third week, don't even go back to it. Getting into no, here's the thing. <laughs> Because you said sprinkles. Sprinkles is trash. All right. First of all, little children that love sprinkles, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Sprinkles is like the worst topping for ice cream that what is, there is. That, what is that like? It was. I think it was a TikTok maybe. It's definitely a reel. It's like you look like a sprinkles kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's such a it's such a vile insult. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. But like don't. First of all, I feel like if you're over the age of 15 and you eat sprinkles on your, your ice cream, you need to be arrested. You're asking for it. Like, I think these, those are people that we need to lock up uh, before they <laughs> cause future harm to society. Yeah. Uh, Early signs. Like, yeah, just <laughs> exactly. We need to, we need to uh, do tests on them like Mexico did tests on that weird E.T. looking alien. Um, oh, yeah. So. <laughs> God, I love it so much. These are the conversations you have before you play an FCS team. Really. That's really what it is. This is the Patreon. We're talking time. about the Charleston State. Yeah, this is, this is, talking about the Tarleton State Texans. Uh, good shout out for the Patreon. We do have a ten twelve Patreon. We want to know what people want on uh, a Patreon, right? If we're gonna, if we, if we would like you to donate to the Patreon, we do want to want, but we want to also know if we have y'all donate to the Patreon. Get Jeremy a cup of coffee. Get me a, um, a Turkey Hill ice cream. Um, but we also want to have those these exclusives. And if it is conversations about the fact that Turkey Hill sells gas, tea, lemonade, and ice cream. That's what we're going to give. We have the Jeremy and I have the randomest conversations, um, but that really revs up during Tarleton State Week. Um, but I will say this, though, we're having these weird conversations because we're playing an FCS team. We're lulled in this false sense of security. Uh, Jeremy, one of the teams playing in Lubbock on Saturday is undefeated and the other team is winless. And it's not and Texas Tech's not the undefeated team. Right. It's Tarleton State. Tarleton State not only is undefeated, they are yet to score less than 50 points. Now, of course, they played at McNeese and against North Alabama, but that's still, for especially the level they're in, I, you know, maybe we shouldn't be overlooking them and making jokes about and talking about how Sprinkles kids are the worst kids in known to man. You can't ignore the 50-burger. Tarleton's done it twice. You know, it, if they were a bad team, they wouldn't be able to get down the field, but they're getting down quite a lot, and so... Um, you know, two and oh, first in the UAC, not a team to shrug at. You know, they're also in the same conference as uh, Adeline Christian, we've seen before, Stephen F. Austin, wink, wink, we've seen before, uh, Austin P., where we got a transfer from. Like, there are some, like, like there are some, I almost said sprinkles, like, subconsciously, <laughs> there are some dudes, um, throughout these teams that are looking for their opportunity to shine, to be. Um, pad their stats to get noticed and hopefully move up if they're really interested in that to Division One, um, the same way our guy did. And so, you know, you can't just look at teams like this and go, ah, you know, no big deal because that's how you end up. Uh, that's how you end up. Well, we've already humiliated ourselves a little bit, but that's how you end up really homering in that that humiliation is you get upset by a team like this. Um, and for Texas Tech, 
on the I mean we're not on an upward trend. So no. if there were to be a time to happen, it would be this year. <laughs> we we need this game in the worst way though. Um and and you know, if I'm a Tarleton State fan, I'm listening to this podcast or I'm I'm a Tarleton State player. I'm listening to this podcast. I'm hearing the fact that the two hosts had to remember what our team name was. Um, and I, I'm, I'm using that as fuel, right? I'm using that as I'm like Deion Sanders. That's personal, right? And this isn't, I mean, like I said, they are undefeated for their level. They are going to make some noise at the FCS level. Um, and they, you know, we've struggled with FCS teams before. You brought up Stephen F. Austin, right? That's the first team I'm thinking of is the fact that we were in a dogfight with Stephen F. Austin just a few years ago. And though, sure, we can say, oh, well, that was the Matt Wells era, and, and that was different, and this, that, and the other. We're, we've lost two games now. We've lost at Wyoming. We've lost against Oregon. Two games we should have won, but we didn't. Two def, uh, big levels in talent between the two of them. Wyoming is not as good as Oregon, but it didn't matter. Those are two games we had the lead. We should have won. We lost both of them. And, you know, I think if we, we need to take that same energy and attention to Tarleton State because of where this game is, because of what's happened already, right? I think if you're up to, if you're 2 0 on the season, then you know, I'm not saying you overlook a team like Tarleton State, but I think if you're two and zero on the season, you're maybe maybe this is more of a joking podcast. Maybe he is more jovial, and it's like ah, you know, Tarleton State, and we use, we treat this as a preseason game, right? But you can't do that when you're zero and two. When you're zero and two, you need to win this game in the worst way. You need to be up fifty at halftime or, or some to some some effect like that. And so, um, so yeah, I, I'm really hoping everybody has that same attention to detail when it comes to the Tarleton State Texans. Every Texas Tech player should know every single player on the Tarleton State team. They should be ready for it because it's it's that important to not only win this game, but win this game convincingly. Yeah, there, there's just no – I mean, there's no way around this. We talked about it, pre, we talked about it um, at the beginning of the pod. And our recap is like, you know, if we beat Wyoming, then the loss to Oregon is like, ah, you know, we did our best. Good job, good effort. Um, we were right there at the end of it, right? So that's what West Texas people want is they want to be right there at the end of it. But when you're on a two-game slide and the quality of opponents, you know, Wyoming and then obviously Oregon way higher and now we're going way down. um, It's just the fact that the storyline here is so hard to follow with us losing to Wyoming the way that we did, playing Oregon the way that we did, still losing. Now it's like, how are you going to... I mean, what are we doing? Like, what are we, how are we going to define the rest of our season? Because it has to start now. It has to start at Tarleton State. Like, I, I am I am of the mindset that if you don't come out and just destroy these Texans in the team fashion, in the team sense, <laughs> um, then, like, what are we supposed to expect when we open up conference play at West Virginia? Like, what are we supposed to expect going forward? Like, the, it doesn't get any easier. This will be the easiest game of the whole year. Surprise. But up, up, but up, up. So, like, what are you going to do with this limited time we have left before conference play starts? That's actually really kind of unnerving as we get closer to Saturday um, for a couple of reasons. And I'm just like, I just don't know what to – I'll be going. I'm really excited to go for the lights and uh, to figure out what's going on with the football team. Uh, And so hopefully we can get kind of really back on track in a good trajectory. Yeah, and I, and I think this will be a game, hopefully, right? You build an early lead, you start playing, and this gives you an opportunity if you're Zach, offensively anyway, if you're Zach Kitley, to use some things that you weren't able to use in the first two games. Run Todd Brooks more. God, for the life of me, run Todd Brooks more. Cameron Valdez, 
who hurt his shoulder in the Oregon game. Uh, Coach McGuire said he he he's hoping that he'll be back for the, uh, good to go for this game. Uh, but running him more, right? Seeing what he can do and seeing just how using him to extend. I, I'm tired of. I don't want to see any more shuck runs. It was it was fun while it lasted. I guess I say fun in air quotes, but. Um, run Taj Brooks. Taj Brooks, make it Taj time. Make it Cameron Valdez time. Like let let them run a little bit more, right? Spread the ball out. Spread the ball on the sidelines and in the middle a little bit, and let's get going. Let's see the offense that we we've been wanting to see. I think this is a game where, you know, this game being close, this game mimicking SFA from a couple years ago is worst case scenario. Right, you want this to be a game that you can treat like a preseason. You're already paying this team four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to come get their butts kicked. So the worst thing that can happen in this aspect is that Charleston State. If I'm Charleston State's coach, I'm saying, "Hey guys, this this is your chance to prove yourself on big stage, right?" But Texas Tech needs to slam that door early and keep. And unlike the Wyoming game, they need to keep it closed and run it up so we can treat this like a preseason game, especially in the second half. And I think you really put it. Um, oh, my thoughts just blitzed out of my mind. Shoot. You were saying that uh, I'm a genius and everything that I, I've said is absolutely correct from uh, not just this podcast, but every podcast we do together. And I appreciate it, Jeremy. Well, you know, I'm always here supporting the fans. So, um, oh, you know, I think in the in the in this era of um, broadcasted football, you know, seeing stuff like that happen. I'm sure when you get way back into the record books, this stuff was not uncommon for a team like this to surprise and beat of whatever power at the time it was. Um, but now, you know, teams like App State get kind of immortalized n- a number of times now when they beat a big team. It's like this ultimate humiliation uh, thing that John Rothstein tweets about is like, oh, you paid somebody to come into your house and you lost. And so the double like narrative here is that, you know, you're bringing, you're paying a team to come, get their butts whipped. And I think that's a general consensus from like power five perspective, but then for them, it's like, no, what, what can we do to make a name for ourselves as a team and to be like that? Cause I have our one shining moment here. And so, um, there's just no, all I'd say, there's just no excuses for this game. You know, you have to be crisp. We have to, I mean, God, please, if we could just get, if we get zero to one penalties on Saturday, wow, what a, what a great, that would be a massive, cause right now, we're, we are so much more penalized than we were last year on average, which is not Joey Ball at all. So I'm interested in why we are getting in such a bind and committing more penalties. And so hopefully, like, Charlton, let's let's play as clean as we can. And, um, man, so it's it's interesting. It, it's, and it's unfortunate but interesting how interesting this game has become um, just because of the way the first two games, again, I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but because of the way those first two games played out, I need to see something, you know, that's makes me feel comfortable about this team, offensively especially. <clears throat> well, what we want to see is last year Tech played Murray State and beat them to a pulp, sixty-three to ten, and that's the type of game that we're you're hoping to see this year against Charleston State, right? A blowout. Now, last year, unfortunately, in like the second drive of the game, Tyler Shuck is out out for you know, with another shoulder injury, and you're hoping you don't necessarily see any quarterbacks or any other injuries from a game like this. But you want to see that type of offensive and defensive production right on both sides. And and I was talking a little bit as far as some of the players that we're hoping to, 
to um, see in this game, but we're you know with with Cameron Valdez being being hopefully healthy, uh, Joseph Adedire also we're hoping that he's healthy. He also has a shoulder surgery that he suffered against Oregon, um, but we should be also seeing some players that didn't play against Oregon potentially coming back. Uh, Tyreek Matthews, right? We saw Tyreek Matthews play a lot once Jacob Rodriguez went down against Wyoming. Ooh, excuse me, sorry. When Jacob Rodriguez went down against Wyoming, we saw Tyreek Matthews play uh, quite a bit. And in that game, well, he actually didn't play against Oregon. He had a hamstring injury, and so he's supposed to be playing now and getting back into the fold. C.J. Baskerville, right, he didn't get a chance to play against Oregon. He had turf toe. And let me tell you something, I had turf toe in high school. That stuff is not no joke, all right? Like, turf toe hurts. That's easily the worst injury I ever suffered. Um, So he had turf toe, uh, and he's supposed to be – He's supposed to be coming back in this game, potentially. Uh, you know, you also have um, uh, oh Dennis Wilburn. Dennis Wilburn from the offensive line. He didn't get a chance to play against Oregon. So you're getting healthier as we go into the conference play. And so you're at the very least. But not only do you want to be healthy, you want these guys to knock off the rust a little bit. You want these guys to, you know, test it out. Right? Test out their test it out. Make sure they're good to go. Uh, but you're, hopefully you're at such a – a dominant period where not only are you testing it out, but you're also like, all right, now the muscles warm, now your game, you're back to game speed. Let's take you out because we're up five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that this would be a really good opportunity for us to see kind of what we have. Because stuff we talked about before the season was questions about depth at certain positions. Be a really good time to see some of these guys that we'll probably not see for the rest of the season uh, if everything goes well. Um, but for, against a team like Charlton State, like. They're going to continue to give it, you know, as long as they feel like they have a chance. And so, I mean, get everybody the reps that they really need. Anything to get positive momentum, not just with the ones, but this whole team going forward. Because we've already a couple times we've seen this, like, next man up. We've had to do a next man up thing. And remember that Ben Roberts came in um, for Jacob Rodriguez and he got, like, 13 tackles in that game against Oregon. Yo, Ben Roberts? He balled out. Ben Roberts balled. We didn't talk about him enough in that recap. Ben Roberts got his opportunity. And it was funny because I actually assumed that Ty Canna was going to be the one to really, uh, if you're use, choosing one of the young guys, young linebackers, to step up in the role. Uh, we've been talking about this year how linebacking is kind of a weak spot on the defense. But Ben Roberts played well enough. Now, mind you, he wasn't great. He's a young guy in his first, like, easily the most action he's ever had mm-hmm. going up against Oregon. Right? He didn't play too much against Wyoming, so he's going up against Oregon in his first, you know, real live action. But he balled. He, I think he played, especially for his age, nine, what, 18, 19 years old, yeah. went out and played really well, um, I think. We can sack Bo Nix. So that's pretty Sack good. Sack Bo was fresh. Like, yeah. So um, I, I, opportunity for him to play a little bit more. I already mentioned Ty Canna. Uh, opportunity for him to possi- possibly play um, will be great in this game. But I also, we want to see the backups. And listen, I've, I've been trying to avoid this guy's name because I, I like once you, you go to this direction, you, you can't go back. But I want to see Baron Morton. Everybody wants to see Baron Morton, right? I, I don't think that you – Tyler Chuck's going to be the first quarterback out. Uh, Joey McGuire said that he he didn't think it was a quarterback issue against Oregon. He was wrong, but he didn't think it was a quarterback <laughs> issue against Oregon. Uh, but we want to see Baron Morton, and I hate to tell you, Chuck, if Baron Morton outplays you in this uh, Tarleton State game, those birds, those whistles for Morton for 
Morton Mania for the Bear Raid. It's going to get louder and louder if he outperforms Shuck in this game. Um, so, you know, and and oh, and it's going to – and here's the thing. It's a catch-22 because for Shuck, if the game is close to where Bear never gets a chance to play, that's that's enough for the Boo Birds to come out and say, hey, let's put in Baron Morton. If Morton outplays him, regardless of when Morton comes in, they're going to hear more about Morton. Um, Shuck really only got one option to not hear about Morton. He got a ball. He got a ball. Ball out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's um, in a game that he's supposed to ball. This is why you're here. If you're not able to to blow up on a on a team like North Alabama scored 32 points on this, de- on this defense. If you're not able to do more than North Alabama, then – what are you here for? Why Why are you the starter? You know, I think that's really a big question there. That's a really good question. I mean, that's a really good point is that you have these teams that if we're looking at them playing their own, like teams are still scoring quite a bit on them. We should be doing a lot more. And so that's kind of a good metric to start. And also you pointed it out before we kind of got into this, that right now Tyler Shuck, six touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm, that is not good. It's gross. It's just gross. Uh, and he's been sacked seven times this season already. Nuts. Um, and uh, For a number of reasons. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not all the O-line's doing either. Like, yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. Kind he's, of... he's making it harder on the offensive line and ultimately harder on himself. And so, Charlton State, I mean, you better be – if you – if you, I don't know. Do you want to give him, a, like, a percentage? You got to complete 75% of your passes for me, buddy. 75? 80. Oh, dang, that's, that's high, man. 75, okay. Hey, no, I mean, that's, listen, you got a ball. He has the ball, ball. 75%. All right. Um, so we've been talking long enough. We do got to talk a little bit about Tarleton State because, I mean, we we had to remember what their team name was, and I know people listening don't know who the hell plays for this team. So um, starting off, let's let's go ahead and talk about the quarterback, Victor Gabalus. I'm, I'm probably not saying his I name love correctly, Gabalus. actually. Say Gabalus. It's okay. That, that works. I, you know, the the um, I watched a I watched a few clips on Victor, um, on VG. Uh, they did not say his name, so I don't know what his name, how to pronounce his actual name. But Gabalus is it is what it is. Uh, so, but so far in the season, he has more touchdowns, less interceptions than our starting quarterback, um, and he's actually played pretty well. I mean, six hundred forty seven forty five yards, uh, put up two those two fifty burgers like we talked about, and he's been able to pass to his favorite receiver, which is Keelon Johnson. And let me tell you something, Keelon Johnson. Some of y'all may know him. He's from Mansfield. He's so he's right from Texas. He's one of these guys that was overlooked in recruiting. Didn't get a excuse me. Didn't get those stars, those two, four, seven on three rival stars, and he felt type feels a type of way committing to Tarleton State, and he's showing out so far, right? Didn't play too much his freshman year last year, but this year already two games, two hundred yard games, right? Two hundred and fifty five yards for the season already after two games. Like he is, he's he's become Gabalus's favorite receiver, and I think he's the guy that's going to want to prove. That, hey, I'm here. Not only want to prove that, hey, I'm here, but, hey, somebody please rescue me from Tarleton State. Right? Like, that's this is the type yeah. of game that it gives them the opportunity to prove that. Um, other guys to be on the lookout for, uh, we all, the run game. Right? So, the run game is also good. You have the, for Tarleton State, you kind of have the two-headed monster of Darrell Kelly. Uh, Darrell Kelly and Kayvon Britton. And these are guys not even from Texas that get a chance to go to Tarleton State. Older guys, but they're running the rock. And I think, I expect that... That not just Kelly and Britain, but also Gabalist, that they have what Kitley's kind of. I'm going to say this, and I know it's going to hurt Kitley's ears, but they have balance, Jeremy. 
for both passing and running. Uh, Tarleton State has balance. Really weird concept. I I don't know. That's kind of I'm not, I'm not I'm not too fond of it in the past year and a half of balance. But that's what this team has. Well, and Victor Gabalabalabis has only run eight. Uh, he's only run eight times. Comparatively. Can you do that? I thought quarterbacks. I thought quarterbacks had to lead the team in rushing. I thought you had to have at least eighty percent of your team's rushing. I, um, that's what I assumed. Yeah, so he's not doing too much running out there. He's uh, and they're like really putting the faith in Kelly and Britton to kind of carry the rushing load there, and it's 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 seemingly. I mean, it's working out for him. Kelly having two touchdowns already on the season, and then Britton having three. Um, you know, they feel like they have a lot of depth there to continually pound the rock and open up the the passing lanes for Victor. So. Must be, it's working for them, <laughs> you know. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to yeah. get some get some tips from them from that gameplay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. How does that work? How are you able to. You know, run the ball with your running backs. That's a that's a odd concept, Coach. How, how do you do it? Um, so defensively, defensively, one guy to kind of look out for, Ote Baker uh, from Mesquite. He had a big interception, uh, not only an interception, but that big boy ran for 50 yards after the interception, uh, scoring a touchdown. So uh, nice little pick six there for Ote Baker um, at that linebacker position. Also, Pat Jones. Uh, Pat Jones actually leads the team in tackles this year from the DB spot. So one that tells you that as a you, you never want your – you know, your DB, your safety to lead the team in tackles. They usually, that's usually not the best sign, but Pat Jones is a, I mean, he's a guy that, uh, he's a guy that has been able to really, really attack the line. And he also has a pick six on the season. So, and actually he went longer, you know, he, he saw Baker's 50 yards, went 71 right to the house. So Pat Jones is definitely want somebody to look out for uh, as this goes on. And uh, that, that, I mean, the team I think right now is really, that the D-line really hasn't gotten too much pressure so far, right? It's really a boom or bust type of D-line. They're either going to get to the quarterback, like you said, like, you know, right now in the season, seven sacks in the first two games. So they're going to get to the quarterback and they're going to give up a big big play, right? Very boom or bust. Very bend but don't break. Uh, or I should say bend but break sometimes type of <laughs> defense. Uh, but... Um, but uh, yeah, but they're gonna. Be, it's it's gonna be an interesting level there. I, I'm a lot more when it comes to the defensive side. Definitely doesn't scare me. Like I said, the first two games against McNeese and against North Alabama, teams were able to score on them. But the offense, like you mentioned earlier, scored a bit themselves, right? So Gabalus, Kelly, Britton, Johnson, Omayebu. I forgot to mention him earlier. Uh, these guys were getting buckets. Yeah, and so it's um it's gonna be an interesting night i'm looking at the fact that they've got a couple of turnovers on defense uh and two of them being interceptions and i noticed uh, you know outside of one baloney call Bo- both pick sixes both that's, pick that's sixes. another, thing. Both another pick sixes. big thing uh we know that tyler shot can throw those so we had to be careful um that there needs to be like some kind of emphasis because i know that Tarleton's going to be coming in uh, and looking to get turnovers because something that we did horribly last game is you let Oregon win the turnover uh, battle. Surprise. Uh, actually, that the way won that 4-0. That Tarleton State's going to be looking at, okay, how can we kind of continue to create turnovers? Like, these are the things that they go over in film. 
hey, you know, we go and play Texas Tech. They played Wyoming. Here's where they did wrong. Here's Oregon. What are the big things that stand out? Well, Oregon, you know, had a pick six, a couple of turnovers. And they look at those and they see, you know, what is putting Tyler Shuck in this position to create his own turnovers? And so they're going to be emulating that. Now, is the talent level there to actually do it? Maybe not. Oregon's def- Oregon's line in general was just a little bit bigger and taller than ours. But doubt that Tarleton State's carrying that same kind of load. So we'll just be interesting to see how they try to game plan um, against a team like this. And if we can buy Tyler Shuck more time in the pocket, he is, when he sticks in the pocket, he is an incredibly accurate quarterback. Um, once he moves outside of it, that's when it gets really testing. Yeah, and I, and it's something that we kind of talked about last year too with Tyler Shuck is that when he feels – he's not great when he feels pressure. Like when he feels pressure, that accuracy really drops. He's kind of – he's kind of an emotional quarterback. And it's kind of weird because a lot of times when you see an emotional quarterback, they wear their heart on the sleeve, right? You see Baker Mayfield. You you, you think Baker Mayfield. You think um, – you know, hell, you even think Pat Mahomes, right? of these guys that are a lot more emotional because they're, they're, they're showing passion, they're showing this and the other. And Shuck's not that type of guy. However, in his play, once he does a bad play, it, it can spiral. We've seen that happen before where it's, he can start off great. Uh, the, the Wyoming game started off incredible. But then he makes a mistake, and then another mistake, and another mistake, and it, it flows over. Or you get pressure. In the Wyoming game, they got some pressure on him. The Oregon game, they got some pressure on him. And those good throws turn into meh throws or turnover-worthy throws or whatever. So um, he's got to stay consistent. You know, Some days I see Tyler Shuck, and I'm like, man, this is a NFL draft pick. Some days I see Tyler Shuck, and I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> so... It's just that consistency is a problem, but he I, also dude's like 36. Like <laughs> this, he's taking out a third mortgage at this point. Like these consistency issues is something you don't expect from somebody that's a veteran like he is. And um, I'm one of the few last people still on the, still on the bandwagon. I'm still team shuck, but he's making it very hard for us, making it very hard for us, especially when Baron Morton, you know, you look back and it's like that uh, Wolverine meme looking in the, the yes. picture. <laughs> it's you, you think of that Oklahoma State Baron Morton performance before he got his ankle injured. And you're like, man, what if what if he's him? What if he's him? But it, yeah. he, he, he <laughs> Baron Morton's uh, it's him, but his ankles are made out of paper mache. You know, it's just give and take. Well, he's one game. He's, know an, if made out he's of an Achilles. <laughs> guy gets hurt one time and all of a sudden it's made out of paper mache. You know, we don't know that. That's a very Kinsey take. This guy stinks. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, or, or it's maybe it's Barry Morton season. Maybe wait for Will Hammond to get 100, 800 yards in a Texas Tech uniform in a couple years when he's passing. Um, to friend of the pod, to friend of the pod, uh, new five star receiver um, that we love so much. So he is a friend of the um, pod. Yeah, Michael Hudson's a friend of the pod. That's He's true. a friend of the pod. So, um, so Jeremy, I need you to give me it's time. It's prize picks prediction time. That's right, prize picks. Make sure to use our promo code takes twelve t a k e s one two to get out up to a. Well, to get a hundred percent match for up to a hundred dollars uh, at Prize Picks takes twelve. Uh, time for our Prize Picks prediction, Jeremy. So, first of all, I need you to give me one player 
on the Texas Tech side of the get ball that needs to ball out for Texas Tech to have that 63 to 10 type performance that we expected or that we expect. I'm going to say something so controversial and yet so brave. Uh, it's, it's Tyler Shuck. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Shuck is the, I mean, he's the, he's the X factor and he made himself the X factor in the worst way uh, after that Oregon game. And so I think that when you are a player that people just really can't get a sense of, you can, I mean, either sink or like you can swing, sink or swim. So I think that Tyler Shuck just needs to, I mean, get out of his own head, play and clean like a good game. Like we have to see real progress uh, because if we don't, then, you know, you're going to see Baron Morton before the end of it. And so I think Tyler Shuck for us to, to do this game, get it done cleanly and have no issues, man, Tyler Shuck's got to play out of his mind. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Todd Brooks. Um, you're right. The Tyler Shuck needs to be that guy. I just want to see Todd Brooks run, man. I would. I just want to see Todd Brooks run. I think we're talking. That's, I think we need to call up Kitley is what we need to do. Hey, yeah. Idea for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of running the ball? It's a crazy concept. Wild. Yeah. But run the ball. All right. Defensively, who's the guy? Oh. Uh, Josiah Pierre, I like this like rising this storyline. I mean, he he's really starting to for me. He's really starting to kind of bring the aggressiveness, the intellect, and the captainship of um, linebacking crew. That like we are, even though he's kind of he, he's kind of in this weird limbo. But he, he this middle of the field defensive defensive ability. He's that guy. He's becoming that guy for me. And so I, I love this lineage, this continued lineage of like good captains in the middle of the field for Texas Tech. Because once we have those, I think that the game becomes a lot more exciting. And you know, especially when you get down, you know, down uh, Oregon late in the game, and you still manage to do like a three and out um, and give your team a chance. Like that stuff happens from good leadership. And so for me, Josiah Pierre. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to go ahead and let's see Rabbit gets an interception. Time time to get on the board, Rabbit. Get you an interception on the board. Um less early, first quarter. Let's go ahead and get this get this wrapped up. I don't need any anxiety or any problems there. I don't I don't need SFA. Right? I don't need SFA. I need Murray State. Let's go ahead and get it done. All right. And Jeremy, give us a score prediction. Uh I think that we finally we break the 50 burger. We get 55, and we keep Tarleton State to 14. 55 to 14. You know what I'm going to say? 63-10. I've already said it like five times in this episode, so why not? Like, 63-10. I don't, I don't know. Do I believe it? Not really. We have played. We haven't played well enough to beat any team 63-10 so far. But, sure, I just, I'm tired of this. I want, I want this. I want the Texas Tech team that we all – we're praying that this team was going to be. And so far we're 0 2. So that's the team that I want. I don't I'm I don't, I'm, I don't want a we have a 21 point spread right now. Um I actually haven't I've done good Jeremy. I've not gambled this year with the exception of using prize picks. I have not actually put on anything on a line or anything like that. I haven't I haven't said anything like that. I might do it in this game. You know why? Because damn it Joey McGuire, if we don't win this game by more than 21 points, you owe me money back. That's how I feel. <laughs> Right, yeah. So sixty-three to ten, because I want, I want every, I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to get in this game. Right. I want to see uh, Tyler Shuck ball out. I want to see Baron Morton play in the second quarter because we're so far ahead. Right. I want to see, you know, I want to see just everybody play. I want to see Henry Teeter. Right, get it, get in, get in some burn, 
right? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I want to, I want to see everybody. I'm tired of getting this, getting this position to where we're like, oh man, what's, what's going to happen? I thought we were over this, right? I thought we were over this and, and I don't like what, uh, what has become. So uh, that's my prediction. 63 to 10, just like we did it last year. Let's, let's get back right back on course and uh, let's make it happen. I think, you know, I was watching the Oregon game and Oregon's got some talented defensive backs and linebackers. Why are we not? Uh, my question is like, this is a hypothetical. Why are we not going to abuse Tarleton state with our tight ends? Mason Tharp's a big man. <laughs> Come on. Is this going to be your hypothetical? Like every episode, every preview? No. Get the tight end of the ball. Well, you know, <laughs> I know I shouldn't have brought up. I brought up Henry Teeter, and that's that's on me. That's, that's on you. You got you got the juices flowing. <laughs> you can't tell me Mason Tharp didn't have a good game though. That was, that yeah. was good. Well, Tarleton State head coach Todd Witten is not expecting tight ends, so maybe that is the maybe that is what it is. But I what what is the likelihood that we see? I think if we do win, like I think we win. I think we'll see Jake Strong. I'm hoping to see Jake Strong too. I would love to see Jake Strong. Wow, Will we see really Will good. Burns? No, we won't get that far. No. They're going to keep Tyler Shuck in until at least the half. Guarantee you that. I think half. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm hoping that this is a big enough win that we see Jake Strong. I want to say, I would like to see Jake Strong. Get, get Shuck in there in a quarter, get Morton in there for a quarter, maybe two quarters, and then Jake Strong will us, get us out of there. I don't hate it. I like it. I'd like to see what the kids got because behind him is Will Hammond. So, <laughs> is he, not if you ask half of Texas Tech Nation. <laughs> they have Texas Tech Nation is like, now nah, let's get this Chuck thing out of here. Let's put Baron Morton in until Will Hammond comes. And Jake Strong's like, hey guys. Yes. Like when Micah Hudson, real quick, when Micah Hudson committed, everybody was like, man, I can't wait to see Morton to Hudson. And then oh, Morton leaves and yeah. I can't wait to see Hammond to Hudson. And Jake Strong's like, guys, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm right here. here. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I was. Remember me, y'all? Dang. I was like the high three-star quarterback last year that was like really rising up. Like, what? What? Come on, guys. That's sad, isn't it, man? That's sad. It's <laughs> a shark eat shark over. world out there. Yeah, <laughs> everybody just passed him over. They were just like, yeah, Morton to Hudson, and then Hammond to Hudson, and it's like, guys, <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I'm a freshman. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> oh goodness, that's yeah, fun, funny, funny. Um, that's what happens when you get a new quarterback every year. Somebody's going to get passed over. That's right? so true. So, so, yeah. Um, anything else you want to say to the people, Jeremy? I will be at the game, and that's about it. <laughs> I'm excited. That's about it. Well, you know, for me, it's not it for me. It's not it for me, Jeremy. You know why? Because I feel like in this episode, we hustled. We hustled hard. Shout out to Rick Ross. Um, and you know who else hustles, Jeremy? Charlie Hustle. That's right. We get all all our gear from charliehustle.com. Um so shout out to charliehustle.com. Big friends of the pod. Um and you can be a friend of the you can be a friend of the pod too by going to charliehustle.com and getting your own gear, your own swag. Charlie Hustle is they have vintage inspired gear, uh some of the best and brightest things that you could possibly get. We have uh, and right now they have a great Texas Tech collection. Um, so get that Texas Tech collection. They have a Reckham t-shirt and just your standard Texas Tech shirt there. And so to make sure that you get that Texas Tech collection popping. And so you can have the best clothes possible. And everybody can look at you and say, dang, Jeremy, where'd you get that swag? Where'd you, where did you get that? Right. And so make sure to do so. Go to charliehustle.com. Um, 
and get covered for all your collegiate apparel needs. And use our promo code 101215, that's T-E-N-1215, for 15% off of all non-sell items. That's 101215 for 15% off of all non-sell items. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. Um, got it. Had to squeeze that ad in there, Jeremy. There it is. And on that note, <laughs> we out. Uh, for the People's Champ, Jeremy Gillen, and for Albie Shore, hoping for a big, big Texas Tech win. Uh, you've been listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, part of the 1012 Network. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.